Hi. Good morning. I'm so happy to talk to you. I've been really excited about this because we both really appreciate the beauty in women and want and want uh, want them to realize just how incredible they are and to reflect that back at them. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thanks for inviting me on. Jean Kerchival, please tell me I've got that pronunciation right. Kerchival, yes, yes. Personal branding and women's contemporary portrait photographer. She's Mm -hmm. been her current business for the last seven years, but she's been taking portraits of people and animals, I will add, for over 25 (laughs) years. Jean, I was so nervous on the day of my wedding when I had my wedding photos taken, but you have a background in mental health care. You Mm -hmm. are a support counsellor. That must be incredibly useful when it comes to putting people at ease. Yeah, I think it is. I've um, learned how to read people's cues and just I understand that people are always nervous coming in and they say, you know, they say, oh, I'm just not photogenic. And, and, um, you know, I tell them it's, it's, normal to feel this way and you know the first 10 minutes of any shoot i i'm prepared to deal with that and um i i say it's okay you know we'll do a test you know we're testing the lights and um you'll feel comfortable after the first little bit and and they do (laughs) it always it's it's just very typical it happens every single time and so it's something i'm prepared for and um yeah so it's it always works out every single time I can tell from your testimonials, people are like, oh, that was fun. I was mm-hmm. nervous that ended up being fun. And I know this is your favorite thing to do in the world. So how you must infuse these sessions with so much joy. On Jean's website, I'm going to spell the name, K-E-R-C-H-E-V-A-L, photography. Uh, you, do, you do explain the experience. So you start off with a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. And then... So I start up with the Zoom call and um, we talk about, oh gosh, but let's see. We talk about how they want to use the pictures, first of all. And um, I, I, like I said, I do both personal branding and the women's portraiture. And often, well, in personal branding, we, we go through a, um, a workbook where they fill it out and then I get the email answers and I go back and uh, we talk about like the personality of your business. And usually it, it kind of coincides with their personality because it's usually solopreneurs and um, it, I tend to attract mostly women that are in their 40s to 60s, basically. And often it's women that are kind of reinventing themselves um, or that are new. Or sometimes it's women that also that have been in business for a few years. So it's, it's either. But we talk about the personality of their business and who their um, audience is. And um, let's see. And um, all that brand all the branding stuff, you know, and their message and, and narrowing down what kind of, how they want to relay their message in photos. And I help them with all that. And then we talk about things like wardrobe and location and um, just get all the specifics down. And and we create a Pinterest board after that. I usually instigate everything with the Pinterest board and they can add if they want. So I love what we were talking about is that Jean will often create a Pinterest board, a joint Pinterest board for her clients, which is absolutely brilliant because what we envision in our mind, we do need to see something tangible. You know, it's, it's like if I'm going to a hairdresser, I'll take photos of what I want because there can be miscommunication in what we envision. So to create that tangible 
uh, sense of their style and what you're able to do is just brilliant. I haven't heard of a photographer doing that before, so I really think that's amazing. And I think one of your hero makeup artists or your main hero makeup artist uh, is Maggie Green, who's fantastic, a great personal stylist and also great with hero makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having the hair and makeup really um, helps boost your confidence. And and also it's nice to kind of have a moment to sit down and kind of, you know, have a glass of champagne if you want or or just kind of or have a cup of coffee and just kind of take your, you know, have a breath and just it relaxes uh, the client. And and my hair and makeup artist that I tend to use is, is wonderful. And we all chat and listen to music and it's just a really nice experience. So that's part of the experience. It's the whole thing is just really, it's really fun. And it, it's not like a chore, <laughs> you know, cause most people are like, Oh, I gotta get my personal branding pictures done. And, you know, but it's, it's a fun experience and people go away from it really um, feeling good about the whole experience and confident and, you know, with, with a good product too, but the whole thing is, is good. So. It, it sounds like a wonderful experience. And the great thing about having hair and makeup done is it's not only, it's very soothing, it increases mm-hmm. confidence and it's a lovely ritual to get you into the space of the mindset. So all yeah. absolutely help. Now you talk about a lot of your photography is done in your home studio. Uh, where exactly is that based? In Lake Forest Park, just north of Seattle, by um, kind of kind of by shoreline. Oh, that sounds lovely. But I know you do travel sometimes, though. That's been a little yeah. I go on site too, and um, you know, to coffee shops, and I've got my little locations that I go to, or if people want me to come onto their, you know, their home or their office, I do that as well. But I, I really like working in my studio to get those you know, those um, headshots and those kind of expression shots with just the, you know, if you have like a coffee cup or um, just the, you know, the like from not just the headshot, but the more than a headshot and the personality shots and things like that. So um, I, I have excellent lighting here and um, just get really nice pictures. And like I said, I do women's contemporary portraiture and that's just... Um, how do you explain it? I always have a hard time explaining it. It's, um, it's pictures that, that, you know, women come in and they either, it's one of two things, either they want to provide, um, like I had one woman come in and she really wanted a gift for her, her boyfriend. And she, she was, she was 53 years old, I think. And her boyfriend um, he was a man who had everything <laughs> and she said, I really want to give this surprise to him. And so she brought, um, like four or five different outfits and we did this beauty shoot of her and, um, with multiple different backgrounds and scenarios and had a, you know, a, a fan in her hair and just did some beautiful pictures and put them in a box for her with matted um, and did a, a piece of wall art and um, just made a, a very gorgeous gift for him. And he had tears in his eyes when she presented it to him. And um, that was just lovely. And then we did another one of a woman that was similar. And her husband is a wine, uh, what's the word, aficionado? <laughs> I can't think of the word. But anyway, she had... Uh, 
glass of red wine with a black outfit dress and a glass of white wine with another light colored outfit and in different scenarios. And she wanted to put it up on there in their wine room. <laughs> they have a wine room and, um, <laughs> She had, and it was kind of a semi boudoir, and so she had some really sexy outfits. And she's going to make um, a couple of use a couple of products and um, like have a an album and um, do something else for him. And so that that's kind of the more the women's portraiture. And she's fifty seven, and so she she was like at the top. She just got really fit, and so she wanted to celebrate that before she gets any older. You know? <laughs> and and so and then there was you know there's these women that they want to celebrate um, just just like up leveling in their life and, and personal development, and or else you know turning. 45 or 50 or 60 or whatever it might be. They don't have to be like super sexy pictures, but just, just some sort of, you know, milestone maybe just for themselves. And so that's the contemporary women's portraiture. It, it's, and sometimes they overlap the two, the personal branding and the portraiture. So. Of course they would. And my favorite style icon, uh, the woman that I look up to is, still having her portraits done at 100. And she, oh, no. all women at all ages are absolutely stunning. So absolutely take photos along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that. I mean, given, that sounds like a beautiful gift for somebody you love, but also a gift for yourself as well to really honour how incredible you are and mm -hmm. what you are in somebody else's life. I love that. And lighting is incredibly important. So I understand why you want to be in the studio I have a, well, I, you're preaching to the choir here, but why do you feel that personal branding is so important? I mean, I could talk about it for hours. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to contribute to that? Well, I know that when I, like even not as a professional, when I look at someone's pictures, I can tell if they've done personal branding, professional photography. <laughs> and it, it just it makes them look like a professional, you know, I mean, you know, they've invested in their business and in themselves and it, it just makes you respect them more and you're more likely to buy with them, I think. And um, as opposed to someone that just has done a bunch of selfies, you can, cause you can tell. And it's like, they, they look more legit. Don't you think? I mean, <laughs> that's that's ultimately what I think is it's it's a good um, it's a good way to make yourself look more um, to up level to make yourself look more legit. <laughs> I think so. That's that's the ultimate answer <laughs> about personal branding photography. Um, yeah, and. I mean, I've got a lot more to say about, you know, how I do it and stuff like that. But is that kind of the answer you were looking for? Oh, all of these answers are fantastic. I'm loving the conversation. Yeah, I agree. It's, I believe in authenticity and having personality shots. But a professional uh, headshot, professional branding photos, they inspire confidence in your clients because you look like... Mm -hmm. You look like you've got your act together. And I will say it's really important to have current photos, especially what's happened in the last couple of years. A lot of us look quite different than we did at the beginning of the pandemic. It's very important to have ones that are current so that you mm -hmm. doesn't get cognitive dissonance when they meet you. And, and we, we, 
have a shock. So yeah. your portrait photos are up to date. I do notice on your headshots, uh, a lot of the ones, they have a black background, which I thought was interesting. Why black? Oh, I think those are my older ones, actually, that from a few years back. Um, I have black, white, gray, and green, kind of a mottled gray and mottled green. Some of the black ones I used to do, um, I, it just appealed to me at the time. Um, I don't think I do them that often. I do, I, they can be very round. <laughs> I kind of like it now. I, I do them more for glamour. The, um, a strong look. It's definitely making a statement. Uh, when you talk, we talk, I, I have a passion for clothing. Uh, I've moved away from personal styling into back to my mentoring and marketing roots because you and I both want on, women entrepreneurs to thrive. But uh, why do you feel it's very important, this is a bit of a leading question, for women to be mindful of what they're wearing in their personal branding photos? Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, during our consult, I, I kind of tell them some overall tips, which I can mention. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that they, the biggest thing is before your shoot to take pictures of yourself with your phone in your mirror to double check to make sure that outfit still looks good on you <laughs> and to because sometimes you think oh i really like that you know that um blue shirt and that's been hanging in my closet for a year now and i you know and you're thinking in your eye in your mind's eye i i really want to wear that shirt for my shoot because it's my brand colors or whatever but then you get to the shoot and you try it on and it's like not what you imagined how it fits and stuff and you're like, oh, it's not as good as I thought, and and it just doesn't work. And so I think you have to try things on ahead of time. And I, I like it when people try their outfits on and take a picture and send it to me. <laughs> I ask them to do that. It's often it's more typical that people wait until the last minute. That's, I mean, I, I totally understand that. And they wait till the last minute, like a day or two before their shoot, and then they – scurry and they, so they don't get um everything ready until like you know the night before and um because it just goes down the list you know everybody's busy and so they don't get those shots to me and then they i tell people to just bring a bunch of stuff even if they do that just bring a bunch of stuff and then we'll decide at the shoot and um, my makeup artist, even she, we together decide often, um, but I decide too because I can I can see it when they come. But anyway, just try on a bunch of stuff, um, take pictures, and you can decide even yourself what looks good more when it's on you <laughs> and you see it on you. But um, yeah, uh, what was your question? <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to over talk you. I was just thinking of the uh, synchronicity because I, I'll, I'll say to women, you know, it, regardless of how fabulous you think you look when you, when you look in the mirror, and I bet you do look fabulous because all women are beautiful, take a photo because the human eye is not objective. And, yeah. But a photo always is. And how you'll, you'll notice that how you'll notice on the photo things that you might not have noticed otherwise. And mm -hmm. do look better in certain colors than other. Usually it's to do with our skin tone and the hue of the color. But also keeping in mind, you know, some, some outfits, if you're doing a headshot, they can't be too uh, dramatic or will pull attention away from your face. And that's what people want to see is your 
is your face and certain so absolutely take a suitcase with you Mm -hmm. and uh, always have backup outfits and it's amazing what you can do with a with a scarf if worst comes to the worst there's always a a well-placed scarf Mm -hmm. I, i have a few extra scarves and i did have a client that came in with a goldish yellow top and a blazer and I, I have the perfect scarf that goes with what she was wearing. And that just made the picture. <laughs> I tell you, that scarf just saved the day. So, yeah, scarves can be very handy sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, and then um, you're right. Having something you, you like for a, just a headshot, you don't want to wear a bunch of patterns. You want to wear solids. And often just straight black or white won't necessarily do you any favors um often a like a solid color um not horribly bright will look the best in in a color that you know how people say oh that color looks so good on you those type of colors are usually the ones you want to pick um and that's always, you know, it's always the question, do I go with my branding color or do I go with the color that looks the best on me? And <laughs> it's, it kind of depends. I mean, it, uh, it's a tough one. Um, it depends on what, how you're going to use the pictures exactly. If some of them you're going to use them for personal and branding then probably more the ones that the color looks excellent on you but if it's just strictly branding then i would say go with the branding color you know it depends how you're going to use the pictures because some people like to cross over and use them for both things so well that's when an outfit change comes in handy and i'll also tell women regarding the branding colors do make yeah if you are going to be using them on your website make sure that whatever you're wearing is complementary to the colors on the website do mm-hmm. factor that in because you'll create a visual mnemonic if you are wearing similar colors to watch on on the website but yes generally i'll absolutely go with colors that suit you i found that navy is a usually a fairly safe bet and a v-neck for most women uh that's quite a good go-to color uh, i'm sorry what what color I found that navy is generally quite yeah. a color for a lot of women, along with a V-neck. Uh, but this, this is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to take you right back to one of your earlier professions, which was fabulous. You did audiology tests on newborns. What was that experience like? Oh, yeah, that was, I was looking for a job because I stayed home with my kids for a long time. And um, then I, I tried to go back to what I was doing was international. um, I I graduated with international studies degree. And so I was looking for something more in that field and I I couldn't find anything. I'd been, you know, out of um, the business for so long. And so I thought, well, I think I'll go because I I was doing photography, um, taking pictures of my preschool sons, little friends and families. And I was interested in photography. So I thought, well, I'll take pictures of the babies at the hospital. And I tried that and they had horrible equipment. And so I uh, only lasted about nine months because I didn't like their equipment. So then I saw the audiology people and I thought, well, maybe I'll do that. Take uh, hearing tests of the babies. Cause I, you know, I liked working with the babies and, um, so I did that for a while, and um, 
that it, I really liked working with the new moms, and <laughs> that was because I I love new moms, <laughs> and I I led PEPS groups. You know, PEP, uh, stands for uh, Program for Early Parental Support, and um, and just been involved in you know the new mom type of things. And even though my kids were a little older, and so that was a really a really good experience. Um, I did that for two years. I think it was two years. Um, but then I moved on from that. So it was, it was, it was a little bit stressful because people were always on pins and needles to see if their babies were, you know, hard of hearing. Um, but it was, it was interesting dealing with the, the moms. So the babies, you know, the babies, it was interesting because they had to be asleep when you did the test and you had to put these little, um, these little sensors like on their heads and on their chest and keep them asleep. <laughs> so it's it a bit of a challenge. <laughs> challenge of getting a newborn to sleep and putting something on the head because it is incredibly important for babies to have these audiology tests, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I love and it. It was, it was kind of sad when you know when the test didn't um, didn't go through and we had to come back and test them again and then they had to come back after they got out of the hospital and retest and oh my gosh, it didn't happen very often, but occasionally one of the babies had a problem and oh, it was devastating to the parents, you know, and then we had to send them on to a, a real audiologist and um, that was tough, but not too often. It must've been incredibly emotional. And you've also mm -hmm. done newborn photography as well, haven't you? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that for a little, just a short period of time. The, the camera was so terrible, it would take like a second. You know, you'd go click, and then it would take a second, and then it would take the picture. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible, and the, you know, the camera would almost fall out in the baby, and <laughs> something else. So I said, oh, I, I just can't do this. <laughs> and so I moved, moved on from that. <laughs> Motherhood, I noticed an interesting post uh, that you that you put out on social media that when you had children, you became aware of the unreasonable expectations of American motherhood. Mm -hmm. what, what happened then? What happened then? Well, I was, was going to say, uh, what were some of the unreasonable expectations and, and uh, what did you discover? Oh, well, I can remember sitting there when my son was tiny I was like nursing him or something and and just um oh wait let me go back to another story okay I was oh gosh I don't know if this is appropriate for the story um mothers just got so little help and I I can remember being for example I don't know if this matches up but I was at QFC or something and I my new baby in the front pack this is when I just had one kid and and I was trying to like get some coffee out and grind it and do something with him in my front pack and I, I was having a hard time and this woman comes up and she goes why don't you just ask for help <laughs> I was like oh I never thought of that <laughs> I just was used to not getting help you know and I mean that was just like a tiny little bit but I just nobody ever helps you know, uh, new moms and everybody just looks past them. I mean, that's just a tiny little story, but, um, 
that's that's tiny but that's it's more it goes way bigger than that i mean like the government doesn't help and you know you it's it's the story you hear everywhere like in other these other countries more socialist countries they provide you know this immense child care leave and the u.s provides like nothing and um or i don't know what they provide now probably a few weeks but um it's just i don't know it's the politics of it all and how it's run by um it's it's there's not enough women in power i think and and um it's all i think we can all agree with it it's not yeah it's all run by the patriarchy basically and and um it's just i i there's not enough i i used to not understand the patriarchy ruled everything and i just went along my merry way in my 20s you know and just didn't see it all and once i had kids i started to see how unfair it, it was to women and um women with babies with children and um I, I can't remember exactly what opened up my eyes. I just started reading different things and experiencing the way that I was ignored once I had a baby and um, how, um, I don't know, just how differently women with children were um, treated, I guess. Well, so all of a sudden you were treated completely differently. So that, that really would have been quite an eye-opener and that story about you know trying to juggle everything and women not not uh when we're not ingrained i think to reach out to ask for help i thought that story about the coffee and about that woman was absolutely amazing yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna circle back to your website if i may would you pronounce your last name for me one more time Percival. thank you i wasn't sure i was getting it right and i i wish i could <laughs> asking you before you can find Jean on her website, and that's kerchivalphotography.com. And I know, and I noticed this from LinkedIn. Uh, you know, you, you specialize in executive headshots, wonderful personal branding, business images. You know, you can even do glamour shots. You're available for high school senior portraits, which would be very meaningful. Pet photography, family portraiture, nature photography, because I know you're a tree hugger. You say so yourself. And <laughs> photography. And the best way to what's the best way to get in touch with you, Jean? Um, well, let's see, several ways. Probably through my email, I would say, and I've got a couple of different emails, but the the very best way is through um probably my Gmail. Um e either my email on, on my website or my Gmail, gene.kerchival at gmail.com. Oh, that's fantastic. There's a contact uh, form on the website. Also, do read Jean's blog. She's written beautiful blogs showcasing women, uh, you know, with the photos from the photo shoots, but also talking about the women in them that I really enjoyed reading. And, and I've seen some beautiful black and white shots on her website as well. So I really encourage you to go and check out her portfolio. Uh, there is a, a wide range of, of photos on there. Thank you. Jean, it was so nice to talk to you today. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I, it's an honour and a privilege to get to know another woman and also to be able to, you know, refer and network and, and help women entrepreneurs in general, which I know is something that's close to your heart. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Have a lovely rest of your day, Jean. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye, Erin.